Sunday Meditation, February 21st, 1982. LL Research, Channeling, Hatan, and Latwi. C. Channeling. I am Hatan, and am now with this instrument. Tonight, we were enjoying the sounds of your laughter but will refrain from attempting to indulge in joke-telling, for we feel we are too long out of practice to be able to adequately bandy about your puns. Tonight, we wish to speak a few words about compassion, feelings that you experience in regard to your fellow entities, your planet. In your illusion, my friends, you are constantly faced with choices and each affects not only you, but also indirectly, or sometimes directly, affects those around you. These choices, as you develop, may at times seem very clear and shall be easy for you to do that which will aid you the most in your journey. But in your illusion, few things are simple. Your illusion is such that in no case can the line clearly be drawn between serving of others, the serving of the self. My friends, each of you must flow. Each of you must act in the way that you deem most appropriate. In your illusion, you become intertwined closely with various other entities in relationships, just friendship family, ties that you call blood ties, connections that intertwine, that complicate each and every decision made, with relationships always being connected by choices. The choices made with these relationships weighing very heavily upon the decision. You will find that you will tend to take relationships Bring them ever increasingly into your choices as you slowly progress in your journey as they are brought even closer. The bonds strengthen and the ways in which you view these is ever more with a more focused love. These entities, as you grow, you may find that they take place as you think and act first for them instead of first for you. As you continue to grow, this love, compassion, will extend beyond your immediate relationships and reach further and further to others on your planet. Few begin. Begin to place all others first in their choices as you see it how they should be made. My friends, the choices are hard but through meditation you may find your mind so much clearer and the choices perhaps a little easier. No one but you may make your decision. The choice is always yours. No matter what acts upon you, you choose. We are known to you as Hatan, and we are always grateful to be able to speak a few humble words to you to aid in what ways we can. We can no more make your decisions 
than can any other catalyst you may encounter. We hope that through our few humble words, love and light may serve you in your journey. We say this to emphasize that we do not, in your words, make decisions for you. Remember always, choice. The decisions are yours. We would, at this time, transfer this contact to another instrument. I am Hatan. Carla, channeling. I am Hatan, and am now with this instrument. We would continue briefly. My friends, there are many lonely people who do not believe that each person has a free choice of action at each moment in his life. The philosophy of such among your peoples is that first the parents instruct and must be obeyed. Then society instructs and codes of social behavior must be followed. Then, perhaps at some point, there is a marriage and the mate requires certain behavior and responsibilities ensue because children are forthcoming. And there are behaviors which are the responsibility of parents. And so, from birth to death, some people feel there is no freedom, but only a sometimes happy and sometimes dreary round of fitting in, doing your duty, and remaining within the law. On the other side of the scale, my friends, there are those among your peoples who have listened to their inner voices and who say, and quite rightly, all that I need to know is already within me. I do not need experience. Why should I accept sometimes being happy and sometimes sad and always involved with others who certainly seem to cause complications when I already know all that there is to know, when I am already aware of love, when I already feel the light of the Creator governing my footsteps. With my inner voice to guide me, what need have I for further experience in the outer world? Between these two systems of thought, my friends, there lies, as we have said, choices, a lifetime full. Those who believe that they are not free to make choices are lazy. And any number of clever statements can be made concerning such things as a prison, times wherein there is no choice as to the location of your physical vehicle. Situations in which it would seem obvious that an action must be followed. But, my friends, the essence of choice is the use of the mind to discriminate between that which is worthy, true, and beautiful in one's immediate environment and that which is not. There is no situation so limiting that you do not have full choice over your own mind your own attitude, your own ability to radiate the love and the light of the infinite Creator. To address those whom, 
far from feeling pent in by a society which seems to predetermine their destinies, feel instead that they have no need for experience, we can only suggest to each of you that you look back over a significant time period of your past as you have experienced it in this lifetime. Are you indeed the same person that you were? Have not the choices that you have made one by one added up to a transformed person that sits in meditation in this domicile this evening with this group of people? Not some other group, not some other activity, not some other message. No matter that the universe is potentially complete within you, you must choose to know yourself. And there are so many things that you cannot know without experience. In happy times and in sad, you know yourself better and better. And if you use the powers of your mind to determine what you have learned from the happy times and the sad ones, you will become more and more able as a person to, shall we say, stand upon your own two feet, within yourself, sure, but able also to offer yourself to those about you as a listener, as an understander, and as one who is seeking to be of aid. Your first aid, my friends, is to yourself, so that you may be a person capable of aiding others. This aid is to know yourself, not to know what other people think of you, not to know what society expects of you, not to know what is legal, but to know what you think, what you feel, and who you are. To suggest that you put into action, without discrimination, all those things that you are would be foolish. For, my friends, each entity has a light side and a dark one. To know yourself is the important thing. To know, to accept, and to love yourself. That which you consider good, that which you consider bad, is to become ready to know to love and to accept others. As always, we suggest the regular period of meditation in order that those things which are too deep for conscious thought within yourself may be contacted and used, for you have a vast storehouse within you which will be of great aid as you seek the light of the infinite Creator. At this time, we would pause so that our brothers and sisters of Lytos and we might move among you, offering to each our vibration, that you may feel our presence in a gentle manner, and if you wish, strengthen your own meditative state. I am Hatan. I am again with this instrument. I am Hatan, and I thank you for your patience. We of the Confederation have begun working with many of those present, and we greatly welcome each opportunity to touch their vibrations 
in a meeting such as this one. We would close now through another instrument. I am Hatan. C. Channeling I am Hatan, and I am once again with this instrument. We had experienced difficulty earlier in establishing contact with this instrument, and were attempting to strengthen contact this time. We now feel that contact has been improved and is more easily recognizable to this instrument. We shall now leave this group so that our brothers and sisters of Latwi may serve you by attempting to answer any questions you may have. We are Hatam. Adonai, my friends. Carla, channeling. I am Latwi. I am with you in the love and the light of the infinite creator. And I'm once again in the position of having to speak through this instrument in order to break up a little party going on up here between two of the instruments in the room who are playing a game which they call Alphonse and Gaston. My friends, each of these instruments is Crackerjack. We would be happy to speak through either. Perhaps they should get together and decide which one of them will actually allow us to speak or whether we should just go home. I am Latwi and will again attempt to contact somebody who can answer questions. I thank this instrument for allowing us to ring her chime, however briefly. L. Channeling I am Latwi, and I greet you, my brothers and sisters, in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. Now that we have the opportunity to express a few words to those present, we would gladly offer to attempt the servicing of answering. Well, side one of the tape recording this session ends here. We continue on side two with L. Channeling Latwi. Now then, are there any questions that we may attempt to field, so to speak? M. If nobody has one, I have one for you, Latwi. Would you address the polarization or depolarization potential of taking another entity's life? Latwi. I am Latwi. I am aware of your question. My brother, we are surprised at this question, merely because we had assumed that your earlier conversation had managed to cover nearly every conceivable detail and variation upon that subject. If we may be allowed the pun, we had assumed that the concept of putting an other self into the ground had already been run into the ground. M. If you'd like to make it brief, that's fine, Latwi. Latwi. However, my brother, we shall attempt to add whatever commentary we can before the case or grave is closed. My brother, 
The taking of another self's life is a task that, of course, should never be approached feverishly. Yet, at times, if this situation occurs, you will find that you have very little opportunity for philosophical discussion prior to making the decision. We would suggest, my brother, that the same storehouse of information available for the lengthy philosophical discussion is also available for a quick service version of analysis. There is a capacity within each individual to evaluate a situation, not upon the details of the illusion, but rather upon the climate of wisdom and compassion within that same individual. It is not merely a matter of evaluating the details of the external situation, but rather of evaluating the details of your own orientation toward action or inaction. Therefore, my brother, we would simply offer the suggestion that while looking at the situation, one should also include a brief effort toward looking at one's own motivations. More succinctly, let your conscience be your guide. May we answer you further, my brother. M. No, thank you. Latwi. We thank you. Is there another question? Carla. I have a question. Part of the time, I feel very full of faith and have a very good feeling about life in general and what I'm doing in particular. And this has been true ever since I was born. I can't remember a time when I didn't, at least part of the time, have a good deal of faith. At other times, I feel very empty and full of doubts as to whether my life is worth anything or the work that I'm doing is valuable due to a strong desire to carry on, based on the observation that people who don't are usually more unhappy than ones who do. I continue, for the most part, acting as if the things that I believe in part of the time, I believed in all the time, and the actions that I do with a full heart part of the time. I'm doing with a full heart all the time. What's the relative value of those things done with a full heart and with no effort, and things done when I really feel almost like I'm being a hypocrite because I'm simply trying when I don't feel, when I have doubts? Latwi. I am Latwi. I am aware of your question. My sister, what would be the relative value of the individual who, upon finding an injured stranger abandoned on the road, chose reluctantly to attempt to save the life? As compared to that individual who found value in spending the waking hours of their day patrolling the roads attempting to locate someone who needed saving. Again, my sister, we would reflect back to you the concept of the state of mind with which the effort is attempted, rather than the value of the effort itself. The accomplishment of expressing care 
of offering compassionate attention when one might prefer to be involved in other pursuits, is difficult. Yet the fact that the challenge exists of attempting these efforts as a service to others, when one might prefer a more pleasurable occupation, is indicative of the dedication toward service necessary to attain polarization. Those efforts which come easily are the result of the accumulation of past efforts which came with much more difficulty. Those efforts which come with difficulty are the initial steps of a journey that will come more easily as time passes. Do not be dismayed by suspicions of hypocrisy within yourself. Rather, be attentive to the fact that your presence on this plane is due to a need to complete your polarization so as to attempt the next density. If it all came with ease, my sister, we would suggest that you, perhaps, had misplaced your density. May we answer you further? Carla. No, thank you. That was most clarifying. Latwi. Is there another question? I am Latwi. As there seem to be no more questions in the offing, so to speak, we shall ourselves be offing. We leave you, my brothers and sisters, embraced in our love. Know that we are available to you upon request and desire to be of service whenever we may be so. We leave you now. I am Latwi. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.